So uh, appropriate levels of uh, tooth decay for uh, for the intro this week, considering you know the the situation that we're uh, we're dealing with. Yeah, correct. You know, transmission from the bunker does require a certain amount of uh, sugar to uh, to make it palatable. The bunker—that's what we're calling Galway these days, is it? Oh, ha ha ha! Absolute ha! You're bleeding hilarious. I am. I really. I really, really am. But uh, yeah, given um, that we're currently on a major, you know, social distancing buzz, what with the, uh, you know, end of days, the end of days, the coronavirus situation, we've been, you know, sharing cat memes and, you know, ranting about how freaked out we are all week. It's uh, standard practice, uh, from what I understand from from everyone else around the place. It's It's terrifying. Like I had to talk my dad into staying in on Saturday night like it's the first Patrick's weekend he's stayed in and not gone to the pub since he was like 14 and for some reason that's a reason for him to go out and contract a serious illness I just oh I can't I genuinely can't I'm sure my mum was the same like I mean it's one thing when I'm talking about it oh Chloe you need to get off that Facebook you need to get off that Instagram it's only rotting your brain but like as soon as they say it on Ireland AM you know oh here if Karen says it oh well then you know she needs to stay in she needs to be social distancing she needs to flatten the curve this is their responsibility Chloe, I can't even say my own name, so upset. Chloe, your mom did not say that. She can't have said that. Okay, first off, her name is Ma. Call her by her proper name. I pronounce your name correctly. The least you can do is pronounce hers, okay? And of course she said that. Then as soon as she was done talking to St. Karen Coster, she's down to shops wrestling ale ones for the last box of chicken nuggets. She's a basket case. Yeah, I can hear you talking about me in there, you little slapper. I'm on the phone to me friends, man. Will you give over? I'm the Wi-Fi that I bleed and pay for. You can't talk to me like that. Uh, I paid the last bill, didn't I? Eh, shut up, you. Eh, shut up, you. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry about that, girls. She genuinely can't. I mean, are you... Are you, are you okay? Yeah. Why wouldn't I be? I think uh, our Saoirse isn't too used to hearing folks fight with uh, their parents like that. Fight? That wasn't no fight. You heard her laughing. She's having a great time. So that's like what you guys do for like fun? Yeah. What, you don't scrap with your ma? Um, I I feel like we should maybe move on a bit. Here, don't be going on like I'm weird. You are the weird ones for not scrapping with your folks. It's the Irish way to show affection. I don't know, maybe like the Dublin way to show affection. Um, Drumcondra, for the last time, I am from Drumcondra. Again, guys, I don't I don't think we're going to get anywhere with this one. Yeah, I really don't like any of this Dublin versus, you know, the country stuff. <laughs> Wimp. <laughs> 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 yeah. So like over the last month or so, um, anybody who's been like following us on Twitter or whatever will know that myself and Chloe and, and Sersha, we've all been watching this Korean drama series called uh, The Empress Key. Um, you can see it on Netflix and stuff. Mm-mm-mm, that Wang Yil. I don't I don't think that's that's how you how you say that. See? I don't think that's see? no more Dublin discrimination. That's all this is. That's I'm sick of this. Um, anyway, <laughs> with the whole social distancing situation, we uh, we decided as a group we we were running out of cat memes to to share, so uh, we decided that we'd do that Netflix party thing, um, and we started binge watching the the show together. And uh, yeah, the 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 other girls caught up, and we we finished it last night. I just I just don't know how I'm going to continue on without my telltale. I mean, what, what am I gonna what am I gonna do? How am I gonna how am I gonna keep going without him now like you can just watch it again chloe it's not it's that's how television shows work like you can just watch it watch it 
again. Uh, could you give me a bit of room to work here, Kleena? I'm being a tragic heroine, okay? Ah, uh, I see, I see. Apologies. No, that's all right. That's all right. <laughs> anyway, we were talking this morning about how, you know, we're all dealing with a fairly uncomfortable baseline level of general malaise and, and anxiety. Well, malaise, yeah. Dude, you have got to calm down. <laughs> you so are very, you hyper, try very hyper, like, Chloe. Put something it's together. Anyway, um... Yeah, we were talking about how it would be cool to put out a show, yeah, about something. Um, if folks, you know, want to talk about something other than the WhatsApp screenshots everyone's cousin is sending them with random, you know, false health advice and, and conspiracy theories. Oh, uh, dude, do you guys have an auntie as well that's like convinced the whole thing is a government conspiracy to like kill everybody dependent on government payments? Ser- like genuinely. That's uh, that's that's my mom in uh, in our family WhatsApp. It's It's pretty... Yeah, it's pretty grim. Whoa. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of hoping that that kind of thinking isn't, like, hereditary. Uh, I don't know, man. Like, maybe maybe we should socially distance ourselves from you some more. Hereditary, not not contagious, Kleena. It's that sort of complacency that has us in the global crisis we're currently in. <laughs> too soon, man. Too Way too soon. You think? Well, like, considering immediately after the thing is usually too soon, I think we can safely conclude that during the thing is definitely way too soon. Hmm. Interesting. A point well made. I'll take it under advisement. Can can we get out of this territory? I really don't like where this is going. Ever the voice of reason, Saoirse. Um, so when we were talking to each other about this earlier on today, we thought that like maybe we could like hang out over the phone, kind of talk and, and record it and um, put it up online. Uh, turns out, Katie knows how to do that. Yeah, after we were talking last week about doing the the radio show online next year, if we can't get a slot on college radio, I was looking into how you post this stuff online, and uh, yeah, it's not that hard. So yeah, the after our ridiculous snot fest yesterday while we were remote watching the last episode. Oh, <laughs> Katie, you were worse than like anybody. You can't really say anything. Just shut up. You're crying. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, um, given that, you know, we haven't read any uh, new books um, in the last like week or whatever, uh, we decided that, yeah, we may as well talk about a show we watched uh, instead. Uh, subtitles count as reading. Okay, there was like 51 episodes. That was a lot of reading. I don't know how I'm still like able to see straight. That writing was tiny. <laughs> That's a fair point. That's a fair point. Uh, so maybe maybe a bit of, bit of background on uh, what it is we're going to be talking about. Um, as as I'm sure you guys have heard on recent um, shows that we've done, we're uh, we're caught in a bit of a, a Korean wave here at uh, Chicklet for Life. Oh, Sarangi! Oh, Jungkook! Oh, Pasarangi! No, no, we can't. We can't have this. We can't have... I can't have... You said you weren't going to say anything. Katie, you can't expect me to just hold all this love in. I just... You know, I... What's... Why do you hate love? Why? Uh, Dude, I am here to talk about the the very, very nice show that we watched together. I'm not here to listen to you talk about BDS. It's BTS, Katie. It's BTS. And you know it is. Why do you keep saying that? What... What... What did I say? No, you know you're doing it wrong. You know you're saying it wrong. You keep doing this and it's just to piss me off. And I'm not going to stand for it. I'm not. You do, like, appreciate that the more you fight back on this, the more she's going to, like, do it. <laughs> but the way she says it, it sounds like she's talking about BDSM. What's, what's that? Nothing that we need to talk about on the show today, Sersha, don't worry. But, like, 
we will talk about it when we do the Fifty Shades books, though, right? Oh, Chloe, no. Uh, they're so bad, Chloe. They serve a purpose, girls. A very sexy, very important purpose. Okay, I think we all, I think we all know what, what you're talking about there, Chloe. I'm talking about... We know what you're talking about. We know, we know, we know, we know what you're talking about. Anyway. Um, so, Korea, yeah. Um, so Chloe and Sergia have uh, joined me in my appreciation for, you know, K-pop, K-hip-hop to uh, varying degrees of intensity, as we've seen. Um, and uh, yeah, a while ago, we started watching this show together. Um, so it's a historical drama that's that's based on on real events, on real history anyway. It's quite fictionalized, though, right? There, there wouldn't be like the level of detail in, in any records from then about, you know, the romance story that's that's in in this show that's I assume they took a lot of you know artistic license and stuff yeah yeah I was I was looking into it and that came up a lot that yeah critics were saying that it was fictionalized a good bit but I'm pretty sure that if it was historically accurate it wouldn't be nearly as, as fun to, to watch um but yeah I was looking to see if like maybe an intro into the history from like Wikipedia might be a shout ah good old Wikipedia savior of students devourer of time such procrastination so pure <laughs> anyway um yeah the information about the real empress key on uh, the internet and stuff it was very long and kind of a little confusing but like basically all we wanted to do was like outline the story and the historical context super quick so that we can get into you know all the intrigue and people secretly trying to kill each other and all that good stuff oh my god like Everyone was secretly trying to kill each other. It's what historical K-dramas are for, fam. People trying to kill each other, people kissing while the camera pans around them in a circle, and then a weird cross between ugly crying and pretty crying. Those those are the things that you get in, in a show like this. Oh my God, yes. There was a lot of crying. It was very, yeah, cathartic in the current climate, you know, having a, having a good old cry with, with, with some people on, on the screen that you don't know and like real tears oh, oh yeah they're they're pros <laughs> so like I guess if we start with like the setting I suppose so like the story's set in uh, Koryo uh, or like present day Korea and um, the Yuan Empire so that's the the Mongol occupation of China and the surrounding areas which comes just before like the Ming dynasty in Chinese history also I'm probably like pronouncing all of these wrong but you know I'm, I'm gonna give it a go I'm giving it a go I read ups on on how to do some of this stuff so oh yeah well like on Wikipedia ah I see <laughs> so most of the action takes place in the imperial palace in like the the main capital of the empire but there's also action in uh, Koryo and uh, on the road between like the two countries but like Basically, we're talking old school Korean Chinese like customs and like, you know, silk robes, a lot of intricate jewelry. It's it's uh, it's pretty nice. Like, is it weird that I thought like the emperor's robe, like where he's walking around, you know, with his hands behind his back, surveying, you know, his subjects and his lands and stuff. Is it weird that I thought that was like a super hot look? Yes. Yes, it is. He's no telltale. That's that's all I'm gonna say. That's all I'm gonna say. I I would like to point out that we have not introduced any of these characters, and no one listening is gonna know what we're talking about. But like, did you see him jump off his horse, though? Did you see him jump off his horse? Chloe, you show everybody that video like constantly. Of course, we've all seen. It. But like that hair and that eyebrow game, I just I just can't. I just can't. He's just he might be the perfect man. <laughs> Anyway, um, like in terms of characters, like we all have our favorite peripherals. 
Oh, Mo Sang. <laughs> the, the handsome one with the big nose. Oh my God, I think that might be my favourite line in the whole thing, like seriously. <laughs> like, I'm not big on lads like crying over like anything, but especially not like other lads. But like, it was well cute whenever he was all upset over anything bad happening to like my main man Wang Yu. Jonah! <laughs> Jonah! <laughs> are, you all, are you all done? Um... Yeah, let's let's say yeah for for now. Great. And to be to be clear, uh, Chona means like Your Majesty, um, and and seems to apply to the King of Koryo only. Uh, I don't know. Um, there's a different term for the Emperor that kind of means Your Imperial Highness. That they pay her. Was that you? <laughs> You're so cute. <laughs> anyway, Jesus Christ. Uh, maybe if we start talking about some some characters um ki yang um or sung yang she goes by two different names um we'll talk about that in a minute but she's our our main character in general all around badass um we've got emperor tahuan um the emperor of the the yuan empire um but isn't particularly well cut out for the job when we meet him anyway uh wang yu um, King of Koryo and Hunk of Steaming Man. Oh, you use my idea. <sighs> How is it funnier when you rape? Like, I can't do that stuff. You just have to believe in yourself, Saoirse. Believe in yourself. <laughs> I will. Thanks, Chloe. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> um, yeah, moving on. Uh, we've got uh, Grand Councillor Yanchal. Um, so he's Councillor to the Emperor and General Jafar type evil gentleman. We don't like him. We're not a fan. Uh, then we've got uh, Tangisa, uh, Yanchal's son and general not nice person. But we did want to point this out. He does the very best. <gasps> oh, no, a thing has happened. Face we have ever seen. It's it's magical. We're going to have to yeah find like a photo or something of that. There's there's. Yeah, I think it's because this series is from a while ago. I think it's from like 2015. 2013 actually uh and like um yeah there aren't that many gifs but like his face when he's doing that is distractingly gifable i am actually thinking about what that gif would look like and it's it's very satisfying <laughs> well there's there's a bunch of other characters like a lot um of other characters but those those are kind of um when we were talking about the story and kind of what to share that those are actually the main players for kind of the the beginning of the story at least so i think i think we'll we'll leave it at that but then we'll bring in chloe <gasps> don't start already okay i can hear you easing up to yeah <clears throat> don't, no we're going to talk about peripherals later and you can talk about the people you want to talk about then okay okay i better all right, you will. <laughs> but I've been I've been talking for a while now, so maybe if I hand over to somebody else to open up kind of what the the story was like at the beginning. I can't. I, I can. Oh, Cleo. Oh, oh no, no. Oh, I'm sorry, so sorry. sorry. You go ahead. <laughs> oh, oh my goodness. This is no, this no, is no, hard. No, no, this fonting is a bit weird. Um, you, you go, Sarsha. You're you're better at this kind of stuff than I am. Oh, are you sure? Uh, yeah, yeah. Go for it. Uh, okay. Um, so, right. Um, so at the beginning of the story, um, we see this lady and her daughter being taken away as part of like this convoy of like, well, slaves. Really, I suppose. You know, they're in rags and they're being 
uh, dragged along and like whipped if they fall down. It's horrible. Um, so we find out that they're women from Koryu um, and they're being taken as tribute women. So women that are taken from their home and sent to like the Imperial Palace as concubines or maids or, or whatever. That, that's that's my understanding. It's super, super horrible. Um, anyway, this, this woman and her child, so the child is like um about eight or so i think um and along with the other tribute women they're being brought to the imperial palace by um the the army for for the empire but also the the crown prince of Corio and his like minders are there too um and when he sees like the treatment of these women he's like he's really really upset and he he frees them he sort of says oh you know this is all i can do i can't do very much else it's and he's like super young at the time like he's about the same age as the girl maybe a little older um and yeah so he frees them and they 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 start to run away um and the the military from the empire are super super upset about this and that includes tangisa who we spoke about uh, a minute ago um who is the grand counselor's son the owner of the oh my god this is happening face i think that might be is that the first time we see that I, th- I think i think it might be the first time he does that face yeah <laughs> Anyway, um, while running away, the the little girl and her mother, they're, they're both trying to, to outrun the military. But um, the little girl's mother is killed by none other than Tangisa. And our little girl is just absolutely heartbroken. She, she doesn't know what to do. Dude, that was like like not even a half hour in. Like it was proper harrowing. Oh, God. Yeah, it was, it was pretty full on. Already. But anyway, she, she gets away and makes to the nearest city in, in Corio, um, And she's disguised as a boy. Um, so she's she's sort of looking around for, for someone to stay with. She's actually looking for her father. Um, her, her mother sends her there to, to look for her father, but she's unable to locate him. Um, and during that time, she's, she's taken in by uh, the king's brother, um, who is, again, gen- has a general evil vibe. Um, but, you know, um, our, our heroine, she, she spots an opportunity and she offers to work for him. Uh, so he accepts. And like during her time working for him, she like trains herself up to be this like killer archer um, and swords person I suppose is the word um, and like all the while disguised as a man so the whole time everyone thinks she's just you know one of the guys can go out and fight people and we standing up I don't know <laughs> that's that's not really I feel you're doing her a disservice with all of that like she is such a legend she is such a legend here I don't remember the bloke that took her in at all the king's brother did you say no no you remember him here I'll, I'll send you a photo on the whatsapp like Oh, yeah, he was the one doing the salt smuggling at the beginning. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, salt was like illegal or something. Yeah, so it's like worth loads of money. And like Sung Yang, she like stays working for him because like he was involved in transport and tribute women from Goryeo. I remember it all now. And she wanted to bring him down from like the inside because she knew that he was doing all that shit that she wasn't okay with. And um, at the same time, she's able to get money together with the salt smuggling situation. That's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Like it's it's pretty cool. Like you see Sung Yang like the whole way through the whole series, all, all 50 episodes, like that she's able to like come up with these plans as the the situations like unfold in front of her like there she sees the opportunity to to get in with this guy and bring down his operation because it's something that she believes in doing like she's the way she trained herself up as that warrior like it's just it's it's it was it was class to see someone with that much like agency i guess in in what i thought was going to be a pretty standard like love story 
Yeah, I noticed that as well. Like the, and like the whole thing of her like running her own gang of smugglers, like that would get money together to buy back their sisters or other family that had been sent to the the yuan yuan I don't know the empire as as tribute women. Like that's that's what she was doing. She was she was involved in the smuggling, but her gang or whatever they were all choreo people who wanted to to buy their sisters or yeah nieces or whatever back out of that slavery and that was like like affecting I guess I just I just thought it was real like oh I hate using words like like noble or whatever but it was it was just real you felt good like watching her lead these people like taking the matter into their own hands because they it's not like they could change the whole system but they could do what they could that was uh that was really cool, I thought. And that's how she ended up back um, kind of teaming up with, with Wang Yu as well. Because, well, oh my goodness, I'm getting emotional. Um, <laughs> the, uh, he um, challenges her to like a, a face-off or something when she's, you know, fighting people for fun and stuff. But it, it comes to his attention that like she's doing what she's doing to to buy back uh, tribute women. And, and that's how they, they sort of start to, to build their relationship, right? That That common goal. Oh, he is such a riot. Like, <laughs> seriously. <laughs> He's not an unattractive man, all right? He wasn't as, like, handsome as as the Emperor, though, I thought. I suppose, like, the Emperor was, like, he was quite pretty. That's what I'm saying. Wang Yu's a riot. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> that sort of sounded like you said you, you could use a riot. <laughs> Don't think I couldn't, Sarah. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> okay. So we've got Sung Yang and Wang Yu working together at this point, and our soon to be Yuan Emperor Ta Huan shows up. Yes, that is right. People are trying to kill him, if my memory serves me correctly, and I'd like to think it does. So, like, he's exiled to Koryo, and he's. They're going to like look after him, but he's probably going to get assassinated while he's there. But my main man, Wang Yu, done, well, he does know about that, but he doesn't know the details of the plan. But he doesn't want him to be killed there because Wang Yu will probably be responsible. There's a lot, there's a, there's a lot of treads. There's a lot of <sighs> intertwining Jesus. Um, things. <laughs> <laughs> God. Yeah, and like Wang Yu asks Sung Yang to to protect the emperor, right? When the assassins do show up and, and come after him, so like, and that's when they have the horse race up the beach, right? That was yeah, that was so strange and romantic at the same time. Yeah, it was it was a weird scene. Like, even both Wang Yu and 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 the emperor Ta Huan, they, they like their infatuation with Sung Yang when they're both sure that she's a guy. It's 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 strange. <gasps> Home of- Homophobic, Katie. So homophobic. Uh, no, no. Like I, I meant like it's just because it's it's a really like traditional like story. No, 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 no. You homophobe. I can't believe you. Well, of course they could fall in love if it was a man. Two men can fall in love, Katie. Why, why won't you let love in? We voted for marriage equality. What's wrong no, with you're you? Why, 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 why? <laughs> can't see you get no this one, Kay. Anyway, but um, while Katie deals with the fact that she's a secret homophobe, um, we can confirm that, uh, yeah, both Wang Yu and the Emperor, especially the Emperor, actually, are all, oh my, oh my, is it hot in here? Oh, why? Why am I so attracted to this very feminine, yet very scary, very adept at fighting young man? 
that might be the best summary of any plot point I've ever heard for anything ever. Thank you. Thank you, Saoirse. That's, that is high praise. High praise indeed. Yeah, the, the emperor was, was particularly taken with, with Sung Yang from, from what I remember. And like, it was, it was kind of, not that it was hard to believe, but like, he was just so wimpy. It was kind of, I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say. No, no, I was thinking about this earlier today as well. Like looking back um, at the time when I was watching it, I remember really being like, oh, come on, you know, you're supposed to be this leader person and you're just not. But like looking back now, I sort of really like how crap a leader the emperor was, like when he was in Corio, at least, you know, like it was a great way to generate a relationship between him and Sung Yang, you know, them being at odds all the time and her kind of basically being like, hey, would you just like ever strap on a pair and deal with this situation? You know, this being whatever life-threatening situation they were in at that at that particular moment. Uh, of course. Are, are we just going, are we just going to ignore the fact that Saoirse just said strap on a pair? Chloe, that's, that's clearly your influence. You can't be all, oh my God, Saoirse, how could you say that? She's, she's got a point, man. And a pretty killer Chloe impression. Thank you. I, I have been practicing. It, it pays off, man. <laughs> but yeah, like when if we if we keep talking about the about the thing, uh, when Song Yang and and Ta Huan, the 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 emperor, when they go on the run to get him back to Yuan, it's to, to the empire. Um, it's like it's kind of interesting because like she gets so annoyed by how like precious and like childish she is, but like at the same time she has to like protect him, and they 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 get closer because of that. It's, yeah, it's an interesting point, Sarsha. Yeah, actually, because, like, that is very similar to the standard man-hero protects, you know, totally weak leading lady. But, yeah, the other way around. She's this total badass walking around with, like, arrows stuck in her and everything for, like, days and weeks and stuff and is, like, not showing any strain. And she's taking care of this foppish man-baby. Yeah, yeah, that, that, that is pretty cool. Foppish. I'm gearing up for my Jane Austen readathon. Uh, I understand. Yeah, but anyway, yeah, the the interactions with yeah with Tahuan and and Sung Yang, they're they're super interesting. I think, um, especially kind of going from when he's super reliant on her and sort of sees her as his only friend and only protector type person, comparing that to after everybody finds out she's a woman. Oh yeah, and that's another. It's Dangisa that finds that out as well. It's another... <gasps> this is happening. Face, innit? That whole him wanting her to be his concubine thing after he found out that she was a girl, that was that was, that was was horrible. Yeah, but it's the power imbalance thing, innit? Can we, just, can we just take a pause right now? I'm getting called a homophobe and Chloe is talking about power imbalances. Okay, what has happened to the world? I am, I am so genuinely confused right now. Times of crisis, Katie. They bring out our true nature. You know, that's all I can say. <laughs> but um, anyway, yeah. Um, so like, actually, you know, that's probably so. Yeah, we know that that Sun Yang is is a woman, and Wang Yu and um Tahuan, the emperor, they're both interested in her. So yeah, that's 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 where we're at. So like, yeah, the rest of the story kind of centers around the love triangle between those three. So like, Sun Yang is is brought to the palace. So she's she's been captured at this stage, um, and and placed as as a maid um, instead of as Dan Gies's, uh concubine. Um, he's not impressed with that at all. Yeah, she's like taken prisoner or like brought as a sort of tribute woman type person because they yeah didn't Tahuan like bitch out. 
in front of the Grand Counselor when he got back to the Yuan and be like, here, yeah, I know you tried to kill me, but for the sake of me not being killed right now, let's just say that the Koryo people were the ones who were trying to kill me. That's that's what happened, isn't it? He's such a, he's such a wimp at that stage. But, you know... I think, again, looking back, like, you could make the argument that, like, he, yes, he was completely overwhelmed and, yeah, a bit of a wimp, but that he sort of saw that he wouldn't be able to, like, overthrow Yonchal, the, the Grand Counselor, at, at that stage. And so he he sort of needed to act like, uh, yeah, he would do whatever the Grand Counselor said. And that, that included, yeah, sort of betraying the people in Corio that had looked after him. It's, yeah, it's super, there's a lot of that. There's a lot of, you know, people being right and wrong at the same time, good and bad at the same time. It's 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 super interesting. Yeah. Um, and let me see. Oh, yeah, Wang Yu, we haven't said where he is. So, yeah, with, with that whole situation with the, yeah, Corio tried to kill the emperor, but they didn't. Um so as a result, Wang Yu is dethroned. Um, he's not the king of Goryeo anymore. And he's sent to like the outer reaches of the empire where there are like outside forces trying to to invade. So yeah, he's it's it's they sort of see it as like a death sentence type thing. But um yeah, so that's 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 as much detail like in terms of plot that we we wanted to go into just because it's to it's to just introduce the, the the different characters and stuff more so than anything. Um, but basically, yeah, where is Sung Yang going to end up? Will she and Wang Yu like restore Koryo to its former glory, or will she fall for Emperor Tao Huan and rule over the Yuan Empire? And what does you know? Will she get to like avenge her her parents that have been killed by um, various people? <laughs> <laughs> and, and what does that mean for, for the rest of her story? Like, I'm not even messing. I have goosebumps right now. <laughs> you freak. <laughs> but yeah, like, I just, that good and bad at the same time thing. It's just, I just thought it was really cool. Um, you know, like, Sun Yang, she's like, she's super morally upright, you know, and she's like fighting for what's right. You know, a lot of the time, you know, that's that's that was what I found myself connecting with in her anyway. And like, she seems to find lots of like meaning and motivation and stuff and like easing famine for the people and rooting out corruption and, you know, all that kind of thing. But then like, at the same time, she's she can be this cold-blooded revenge machine in, in some cases. Yeah, like major Kill Bill vibes. Right, you know, like, and there's... There, that happens with, with a lot of the characters, I find. Like, you know, Tahuan being a total coward at the beginning and kind of allowing himself to be used as a puppet, like we were saying. But then later on, you know, he's able to make decisions to make him, you know, a, a competent ruler and to stand up to people and to, to put himself last and, and those kinds of things. He, you know, he does end up making some some fairly huge sacrifices later on. Oh, don't, 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 you're going to set me off again. Oh, <laughs> Like, no, it's, yeah, it's it's pretty interesting how, like, his early friendship with Sung Yang, like, like when he thought she was, she was a guy, how it, like, sort of antagonized him into growing. Like, like, there's that scene where they have to jump across a gorge and he's, like, making all excuses that he can't do it. But, you know, there are people after them, so he, he kind of does. And, and Sung Yang is sort of like, dude, for once in your life, will you just do something? That's a direct quote. <laughs> dude, for once in your life, will you just do something? And, like, they do jump and, and like, they make it obviously but like he mentions it a few times afterwards I think that like it's the first time he decided to do something and like followed through on it and and when Sung Yang isn't around anymore you know when she's captured and all that kind of stuff um he he talks about how much he misses him he thinks it's a him at the time you know and how that was his his only friend you know that that kind of thing it was it was um it was pretty touching how like the 
a big part of what the emperor, what Taohuan kind of seems to love about Sun Yang is, is what is brought out in him when he's, when he's with her, at least at the beginning anyway. And he is like absolutely crazy about her. Like, could you imagine somebody loving you like that much? But like, did you think thought that it was sometimes like it was against her will almost? Like, like it's not the same because it's not in, you know, <laughs> the one imperial time but like you know when someone like texts you over and over to me up and you're and you're reading these texts and they're getting more and more desperate and like you're just looking at it thinking but I don't like you I don't want to see you but you're sort of putting it on me that I have to because I'm responsible for your happiness somehow and you have that you know you have that horrible skin crawly feeling like I I don't know I kind of just got that vibe can I say that vibe looking at <laughs> looking at um yeah the way he was how 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 like possessive he was of her um yeah he, yeah actually yeah he was crazy possessive you're right like there's there's a bunch of oh you're thinking about Wang Yu I can tell you know what why are you crying for him you never cry for me type stuff that was that was pretty tough to watch you know just the 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 lack of agency he expected her to have even though her agency and kind of how how dynamic she is was what he fell for in the first place it's it's yeah I suppose yeah again it goes back to what you were saying Sersha that it's like it's not he's neither good nor bad or he's both at the same time and and so is so is Sung Yang to a to a lesser extent in in my opinion to a much lesser extent hmm (laughs) <laughs> interesting because yeah it's weird though like you know because you go back and forth on him a lot when you're watching it you know like Wang Yu he's like the same the whole way through you know he's real like he doesn't give anything away and he's real like 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 a, a old school hero like a knight or something in, in them books I assume there's going to be books like that in this Jane Austen nonsense we're going to be reading but anyway um, like he was real oh I will do what it takes to protect you I am a morally upright person whereas like the emperor was like weaker like and he yeah he, he like wanted more from Sung Yang and stuff but like that kind of made him like more of a person like I found him easier to like understand I was looking at Wang Yu sometimes going what are you doing you want to be with her why don't you just like go ask her out <laughs> <laughs> no that's actually yeah that's that's a that's a good point like having the the emperor you know having like lots of pathetic moments and stuff where he's you know drunk or he doesn't know what to do and all that kind of stuff he's drunk a lot <laughs> But, you know, it makes him way more human, you know. And then Sun Yang being behind him when he, like, tries to work against the Grand Counselor who, like, wants to rule the Empire himself and is super evil. Like, them being a team like that, it was really, I don't know, like, romantic in a way that I wasn't expecting. Like, not in the strong man saves weak lady way that you were talking about, Katie. It's 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 very cool to like have Sung Yang be that strong and capable, and like instead of her taking advantage of the emperor, she like which which at times I kind of thought was what was going to happen, but like she helped him learn how to be a leader, and that process kind of bonded them together, and they they kept misunderstanding each other, and things did go wrong, but you know there's there was a bomb there. I just I just it's 
too emotional. It's just too emotional. <laughs> so, so maybe, maybe to uh, to cheer you up a little bit, uh, Chloe. Mm. What? What are we talking about? <laughs> well, well, I'm aware that we've been talking love triangles for some time and haven't mentioned anything else. So maybe if we uh, if we take a second to talk about uh, favorite other characters, scenes, ideas, things that showed up in in <gasps> Telltale. Oh, you mean on Telltale? You mean it? Oh, dude. Yeah, you you go you go for it, Chloe. You knock yourself out there. Okay, hurt. but like I'm not even joking though. He is such a right. And like at the start, I didn't really know what him and his uncle were like doing in the story. Like they were working for the Grand Counselor evil guy at the beginning and like aiming to not let the Emperor take over the Empire and all. But like then they switched tactics because they were all like so loyal to the old Empire that, you know, and we're fairly sure that the Grand Counselor killed the old Emperor, uh, da. So like, yeah. I didn't really know what they were there for for a while, and I was kind of like, "Oh, what was was he was he doing?" Um, and like, I didn't know if they were like good guys or bad guys or not. But like, that's the thing, though, you know. Like, like I was saying, we we don't maybe there aren't any good guys or bad guys in the story. There's just people who make you know good or bad decisions. Oh God, Sersha Fine. I didn't know if they were on Sung Yang's side or not. Okay, Jesus. But yeah, as as time went on, you know, my main man Telltale, he uh, he was just, I don't know compelling I think is the word I, I just I, I I'm gonna put you on mute you're missing out my friend you are missing out <laughs> like no because like he was into the L military strategy situation you know and like he didn't get too caught up in the whole uh, everybody wants to kill everybody else secretly and oh uh, they're all looking at each other from behind corners he didn't really get caught up in that stuff you know instead he's like he's reading his Sun Tzu he's, he's thinking about what's the best thing for the empire and for the people that live there that kind of thing you know and most importantly he properly jumped off his horse that time it was the sexiest thing I have ever seen in my life when when are you going to stop talking about it? I am never going to stop talking about it Katie I am never going to stop talking about it and like, oh my god! And like, and like, his voice for real, like Subinim, Huang Mama. Okay, like you are nowhere close, but even so, just uh, those crap impressions are enough to like make me worried about my tracksuit bottoms right now. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, well. I really liked Mu Song. I, I really, really, really liked him. Oh, yeah, yeah. Wang Yu's bodyguard gentleman. Yeah, yeah. We were talking about him earlier and he's just, oh, he's just so, like, honorable or something, you know, and, like, ugh, the rest of Wang Yu's, like, team, I don't know, the people that hung around with him, anyway, <laughs> they kept, like, making jokes about how he spends too much time, you know, like, practicing martial arts and stuff and, like, that's why he's single, you know, oh. They kept like loads of jokes about, oh, that's why you're still single. It was, it was yeah, it was nice. I really liked him. There was like one scene where he had to like spy on someone and search their house. And he he just like appears at the door really quick and he like stands still for a second. And then bam, he's at the wall, stands still, turns around. Bam, at the drawers, opening drawers, one drawer, two drawers, t- t- third drawer, stop. Bam, papers, rifling through the papers. Bam, back outside, standing still. <laughs> it was just really funny. I remember that, yeah. And he had he had his I'm being very serious face on him at that time. That was that was pretty that was pretty excellent, Aww. actually. The handsome guy with the big nose. I just oh I just can't. He's just no, he's he's my favourite, hands down. He's a good one, Ari. I think like she wasn't a nice character, like, but I thought the Grand Counselor's daughter, Tanashili, uh, I thought she was class. Like she was such a bitch. Yeah, her like, 
I'm gonna do a bitchy thing right now or I just thought of a bitchy thing just there smile was was pretty excellent and she was like genuinely like maybe the best looking girl I've ever seen like ever what oh my god her skin yes uh, it's not it's not something that I would like usually notice but like did anybody notice that Yambisu was actually like luminous the first time you see her and like then as time goes by she kind of gets more and more grey in the face Yambisu being the uh, sexy lady leader of the invaders at the border that uh, Wang Yu is sent to fight one and the same Sarah one and the very same so like would she be your pick then actually yeah she's she's another one in the uh, the sexy voice camp Wang Yu that's, that's pretty good is that you Sersha? <laughs> think really <laughs> but like yeah no no no. she was like as a character she was like a total badass in like a restrained kind of way i uh, i really dug it plus like she killed a lot of people like a lot of people this is uh, it's pretty class the, a body count is it's all we ask for it's it's not much right <laughs> but yeah what about what about you face i don't know um I really liked the the eunuchs actually eunuch bang and and eunuch uh, duckman. Um, I thought they were like, they, you know, they, they were this constant support to like everybody around them. Like they were super dependable. They they didn't secretly try to kill anybody. Spoiler. <laughs> like eunuch duckman, I think is particularly interesting because like he's he's a senior eunuch in um, in the palace, and he's from Koryo, but he's he's taken on in the palace, you know, to serve the emperor, the empress dowager, all that kind of stuff. And he, he says a couple of times um, when folks bring up kind of patriotism or whatever, he sort of says that like, it, it means that he's he's sort of not from anywhere. He uh, he can't help the people from Koryo because his allegiance is to the Yuan and the people who, who employ him and stuff. But the way the Yuan treat the people of Koryo, he has... Uh, a hard time truly becoming part of their system and the thing is as well they wouldn't necessarily want him as 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 part of their like system because he's a you know quote foreigner the, the kind of purity of bloodlines is is something that's that's brought up in uh in the story too and the idea of Koryo people being not of mongol heritage being an issue with them being involved in the royal family that's that's uh yeah, it's 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 pretty interesting. Yeah, yeah, the whole like imperial takeover, you know, while treating people from that place as less than human, like clearly that's how imperial takeovers like usually work. Um, but like again, because we were looking at the characters at the top of that situation and involved in that situation, you know, it's it was hard because you're you're identifying with these individual characters while at the same time feeling like you know empires in general are a morally wrong thing, you know. But then. I'm rooting for these characters that want to maintain an empire. It was it was a strange, it was a strange sensation, you know. I'm still pretty sure imperialism is wrong, though. <laughs> no, but like, even when it's a beauty empire and you're Kylie Jenner, Jesus Christ! What? It's a valid question. <laughs> I suppose I'll have to think about it, Chloe. You know, do monopolies in the business world count in the same way as you know land-based empires? Is it is it similarly you know? I don't want to say evil, but I, you know, callous maybe is the word. But yeah, these are the questions. Yeah, Katie, read a book every once in a while. Oh, God. God. <laughs> okay. How, how did we, how did we end up here? Like, it's just, we were, we were going to have a nice conversation about a very nice, you know, interesting series that we watched together. 
<laughs> it was class though and like I don't know like it's like some of the sets and all were, were really like nice the, the costumes were class and it was like shot real well like especially like the outside stuff where they were like in some of them palaces it was just you know that were like given that we're like inside all the time at the minute them scenes where they're in these palaces walking around having showdowns uh, and it's like all open that was that was real nice I, I I enjoyed that and everybody trying to kill each other you know that was it was nice trying to figure out who was gonna who was gonna try and kill each other next <gasps> I have seen a thing <laughs> my eyes are really big and I'm gonna stand like this for a few minutes it's like is I wonder if that's like a a recognized acting technique you know I should try it you should definitely try it. <laughs> so, so I guess we're we're recommending um, this one. It's it's yeah, the Empress Key. It's on Netflix. If um, yeah, if you're at a loose end, there's plenty of episodes. Get stuck in. Um, yeah, very very rewarding. My main man, Tal Tal. Okay, he's going to jump off his horse, and you're going to lose your mind. You're going to lose your actual <laughs> mind. Like, what's the betting that people won't catch this scene, or that it's actually just something that only you've noticed? It's even more proof that we're supposed to be together, Kleena. That's all that is. Okay. Um. Okay. Well. Well, I guess I guess we'll leave it there. Um. We're we're gonna get stuck into uh to a readathon um for uh, our next series of shows where we'll be discussing Jane Austen, given um our our current kind of lockdown status, our social distancing situation. We're um we're gonna yeah get stuck in and see if we can get them up kind of online and stuff. We won't need to wait for for college radio. Um. Yeah, let's let's see if we can get some content out there to you guys over the next couple of weeks. It sort of feels like the right thing to do. If we can save one person from boredom, we've uh, we've done our part. Not all heroes wear capes, Sarah. Okay, that's not nice, Chloe. Oh God. Um, but yeah. Uh, anyway, anybody listening, stay safe, stay busy. You know, listen to a new album, read a book, wash your hands, stop scrolling on your phone, download a podcast, wash your hands, take your vitamins, wash your hands, love each other, you know, be sound, wash, wash, wash your hands, wash your hands, guys. Could we, could we get that on a t-shirt? Oh, ha, 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 actual ha. What are we going to say since, you know, Kino and the business aren't up next? I don't know. I, I hadn't thought about that, actually. Just just buy the old ways are the best <laughs> well then hey okay so thanks everybody for listening we'll be back soon but uh we'll we'll talk to you guys soon catch you later Alrighty. Bye. 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 Oh, for christ's sake